Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Delayed. Is a delayed woo. He's car scattering it over there. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get your podcast. I want to thank all our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnitzman Ice Cream. Guess what I had yesterday? What did you have? Ice cream? I had a salted, uh, a sea turtle milkshake. It's my favorite thing on the menu over there. Salted caramel ice cream, chocolate syrup, whipped cream. Bam. That was good. I felt better after having it. Felt better about life. It improved your quality it of life. It improved my quality of life. Yeah. Bam, just like that. Yeah. I, it's incredible. Just, same, same experience I get on the other side of the building. Yeah. Yeah. What did you have yesterday? Uh, blueberry. Blueberry coffee. No, 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 no. No, I did not. I, I'm okay. so used to just saying one of three things. I, I forgot. You lied to you people. Remember well, I did. I, I forgot that I actually did not get blueberry. I got the, uh, what did they have? Sweet potato. Sweet potato coffee. How is that? It, it it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm I like blueberry better. Mm-hmm. Full Does it come with marshmallows on top. Um, uh, no, it did not no have pecans. marshmallows on top. No pecans. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's good. I like that kind of. You sweet, like sweet, sweet potato? Yeah, anything sweet potato. I always get sweet potato fries. Anything. Anything. When we were, sweet in, when we were in Omaha, did you get that? Did you get sweet potato pie when we were at the, at I, the Big I Mama's? Did, I did not. But if I was going to get dessert, it would have been sweet potato. Okay, I thought yes. I remember you getting that. So they had like a, or they had sweet potato ice cream or something. Yeah, you just didn't, but you yes. held to your your firm beliefs of no dessert. Which, if I was going to do it, I should have just did it in Omaha because I I was did not adhere to any yeah dietary restrictions of much. No, not when we were knocking down like four dozen pretzel bites every night. Yeah, and and, and I I basically, I mean, full disclosure. When you're, on, I, when you're on things like that, you can't you enjoy yourself. I eat breakfast and then I eat dinner, and I really yeah. don't eat any lunch well, ever. Lunch, yeah. And uh, maybe a small Your snack. Your lunch is usually Strange Brew Coffee. House. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, and a snack at night, uh, is for me, is usually just fruit. Maybe some popcorn or something mm-hmm. kind of deal just to hold me over to the next day. I don't Rack eat... Of ribs. <laughs> I, middle of the day, I rarely... But Omaha, man, we, we were eating like full breakfast, full lunch, full dinner, some snacks at night. It was great. Snacks was not apples either. It was no. pretzel bites and... Yeah, yeah. All Wings that. So, and everything. So yeah, I should have just said to heck with it, but I didn't. Well, there you go. Will, all, willpower. Brian. We say all yeah okay. We say all that to say this. Strange Brew Coffee House has been open th- throughout all of this craziness. Want to make sure that you keep th- them in your in your mind every time you get a chance to go by. You should definitely take advantage of that, especially with Churn and Spoon back up and running. I will say one thing for Churn and Spoon. They did a, a complete deep sanitizing and cleaning and all that, and they wiped the menu board. So I walked in. I was like, ah, oh, not I'm not sure what I'm doing now, but I I figured it out. I figured it out. So, uh, yeah. Go by and see them today. College Corner, still giving it away. Still 30% off of any of your uh, 
gift card purchases. All you got to do is go to collegecornerstore.com, type in gift card in the search bar there, and then bam, 30% off that purchase. $100 gift card, <clears throat> excuse me, $100 gift card is a $70 purchase, so on and so forth. So to get a great deal on the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi, go to collegecornerstore.com. <clears throat> I got a little something today. Little, little frog in the throat. That's that's, that's, that's going to be a problem. Throughout. Do you need to be masked up while we do the show, Brian? No, we got we got enough social distance between us. Okay. I think we should be okay. Okay. Uh, our okay. good friends over at Advantage Business Systems know that right now is not the time for your business to not be running at its peak efficiency. You need to give them a call to find out what solutions they have to make sure your business is running the way you want it to. They have forty five years of experience helping businesses just like yours here in Mississippi. So give them a call today at eight four four eight three three six two four five. Or visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. It's Rumblings Day. No, I almost did the sound effect, but no, don't, you don't. always look at me. Weird I, I do. You're, I not do a, so. you're, not, you're not a great sound effect guy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm not saying that I am. You know, don't, don't take it as a. Uh, don't take it as a slight. I'm just saying neither one of us are. Neither one of us are Michael Winslow over here. You know, human beatbox kind of thing happened. <laughs> None of us are, are that guy. So You're supposed to be the wind beneath my wings and support me, Brian. You're supposed to be like, you know, that, that dad. That, you ever know that you're my hero? You're supposed to be like that dad that next time, you know, after I strike out four times in a game, you pat me on the back and like, you'll get him next time, son. I'm the dad Instead, that's you're like, like, you suck. Yeah, that's exactly. Let's what go you're ahead like. in the batting cage until you know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm definitely not that guy. I have two girls who it's not okay. are not good at sports. It's not okay, little Johnny. You stink. I, I'll tell you, my, my youngest daughter is the better athlete of the two. Yeah. Which is like saying that between me and Stephen Augustinelli, I'm the skinnier of the two. You know, still really fat. But uh, she tries really hard, and she enjoys playing, and that's all I can really ask for. At this really, I mean, that, as you a know. kid especially, yeah. if they're having fun. Yeah. She likes to play basketball. Cares. Not great at it. But she she plays hard, and it, as long as she's trying, I don't care. Yeah. Like if I see her out there being lazy, then I have a problem. Yeah. So that that's that is my parenting philosophy on on athletics. Now I do I do think that if I had a boy, I might be a little harder on him, but I don't, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's your problem over there with Cal and Cade. Cade just turned two, by the way. We got he we, did. We didn't wish him a uh, happy birthday. He did, man. It's unbelievable how fast you hear it all the time, but. Oh, it's, it's crazy. You get yeah. kids, and it really is like your life just fast forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last since Cal T was born four years fast ago. Fast straight to death. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, obviously been a dad for four years now, mm-hmm. going back to Cal T, over four years. And the last four years, see, it I, really seems like one year. I see. I've considered, I consider there to be like an overlay. You've been a dad for six years. Yeah, four plus two. <laughs> four plus two. Yeah. I've been a dad for 25 years. <laughs> You know, my my mother. I'm an only child, so she only has the 44 years of experience. Yeah. So you know, that's just how it works. But my God, my uncle Vic and Aunt Shirley, Stephen Augustinelli's parents, mm-hmm. we're talking well over 200 years of parenting <laughs> between. Them. So I mean, I mean, not even between them, a piece, maybe 400 years of parenting as a couple. Makes sense, right? All right, it is Rumblings Day, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at. Welcome home, Beef, so we'll move on into the rumblings. Uh, this weekend, you need to be putting some Welcome Home Beef on your grill, and you've, or just in your mouth. 
That's where it needs to go. That's, that's, the, that's the end result. So you've got plenty of options depending on where you live. If you live in Hattiesburg, well, it's the easiest option. You just head over to Cotton Blues and order a steak. That's welcome home beef. If you live in Collinsville, Mississippi, it's just at the grocery store right there. Just go by there and pick it up today. That's welcome home beef. Still, and don't forget that they're coming to other grocery stores. That Collinsville won't be the only one in the state serving welcome home beef, beef products. If you live in Starkville, it's easy. Just head over to Welcome Home Beef on University Drive. Walk in the door. Talk to them. So tell them what you want. If you're anywhere else, well, make the call. You call them today at 662-268-8148. Or visit them online at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. Tell them what you want. Remember, just because what they've got their menu set up, they've got their what you they normally sell you, the burgers, the steaks, the beef ribs, the briskets. But they're always willing to do a special order for you as well. So, again, that number is 662 662- Two six eight eight one four eight. Quit laughing at me. I'll have it soon. I, I was going to say you're running out of time because you said by the end of the week, and there's only two more shows this week. So I'm getting there. You got two more chances. Don't don't don't, don't pressure me. It's kind of like Pete Rose getting to the end of that hitting streak, and you're running out of chances here. Well, and then the Braves shut that hitting streak down. Was it against the Braves? It was. I didn't know that. So six six two two six eight eight one four eight. That's the number for Welcome Home Beef, where everything in the store. It just tastes good. All right, Rumblin's time. We we had a, we had somebody who was way ahead of everybody else, so I was afraid I was going to miss his uh, his question, but I, I found it because it's a good question. I went back and got it. Our first question today comes from us to us from Billy Knight, who wants to know. I know it's early, but if it guaranteed football this fall, would you be willing to wear a maroon is all that matters T shirt every day for a year? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I don't know if they make them in my size. You're going to have to go maybe stitch a couple of them together. I might have maroon is all that matters with all the extra fabric there. But, yes. Did you own one? No, uh, because when I, I went to the game, and they didn't have one that fit me, so I didn't yeah. grab one. You know, they, were, they stopped at, like, XL. You didn't just, like, get one and give to your wife or something? No. I didn't. Get one and give to a friend? No, I did not grab one. Daughter? I did not. You didn't have a kid have at the time? I didn't have daughters at the time. <laughs> For your future daughters? No, I no, I did not. I did not grab one. Maybe call it a premonition. Frame it? No, I didn't grab one. I don't have one. I've never owned one. I did have one, and I used to wear it, but oh, I, yeah, well, I, I no longer know where mine time, is. There was a time when wearing it was totally okay. I have pictures that of me time wearing, has come wearing and said gone. shirt. I think I can find it. Let's see. Right. As you continue on. All right, our next question comes to us from Lynn McLaughlin. If there's, let's assume there's a season and Hill averages 115 to 120 yards per per game. Does his off-season hype help him in the Heisman race? Hell State, please, let's play. Not with those numbers, no, not at all. I mean, you're only talking about 1,200 yards of total offense. He had almost 1,500 a, a season ago. So, no, uh, he would need to be around 200 total yards per game, I would think. Yeah. I mean, who was the last running back to win the Heisman? Do you remember? Mm, somebody's won it since Ingram, hadn't they? I don't. Was, it, was Ingram the last one? Derrick Henry was the last okay, one. Okay, here we go. So let's look at Derrick Henry's stats from his uh, his 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 Heisman Trophy winning year. And I apologize for the delays. I wasn't planning on doing this, but uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry rushed for twenty two hundred yards. Uh, his as uh, his. his junior year at Alabama and scored 28 touchdowns. That's the kind of numbers a running back has to put up. So, no, 150 – I'll be totally honest with you, Lynn. At 115 to 120 yards total per game, I don't know that Kylan Hill's first team all-SEC. 
That's not. I mean, that's not a lot of. That's not a lot of yards. That's not. Yeah. Justin Strawn. Hey. You look like an idiot. <laughs> Found the maroon is all that matters. Pick that hair though. That, you, that's a mullet. That well, is. Well, that's that kind of what it looked like back three weeks ago. Before I... that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Justin Strawn, four twenty-four in the morning. You both felt pretty confident a significant portion of the schedule would be played last week when I asked about confidence levels. The season we played. Have either of you had your confidence change over the weekend? Yes. You think? <laughs> I have. You fact. think, Justin? <laughs> but it has improved over the last 48 hours improved. from what it was 48 hours ago. Okay. But I'm still in much... Uh, I don't know. I'm 50-50 right now. If you, if, you, if you made me give you a percentage on if the SEC plays, I'm 50-50. Okay. How about you? Uh, around that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. A lot of people are talking about the financial impact not playing the season has on small college towns and how that has to play in these decisions. If the games are played with minimal to no fans in the stands, the town will suffer the impact regardless of whether or not the games are played. With your most educated guess, what percentage of Davis Wade Stadium needs to be filled to not completely shutter many of the businesses in and around Starkville that rely on college football for their livelihood? Honestly, 50. 50. Yeah. Yeah. Even, I mean, 25%, we talked about that. That's, that's like 12,000. Could could Starville survive on seven baseball weekends a year? Probably not. Yeah. So yeah, fifty percent. Yeah, and you have to remember these businesses did not get any baseball weekends a year yes. ago. Yes. Any SEC weekends? I guess they had some. You know, non-completely packed non-conference weekends had two or three of them. I guess. I don't know that Kenny Kenny Pack or however you say it Quinnipiac. I don't I don't know that they jam-packed Starkville the weekend they were here, you know? So yeah. you missed out on all the SEC weekends in baseball and on top of possibly no football, so. Okay. Uh, when our wives voice something, they always want you to have to respond in some fashion. This much I am certain of. You're correct. There are times, though, when a response doesn't seem warranted. For example, last night my wife said she thought she would take a bath. I didn't really know what, how she wanted me to respond, so I said, it might make you feel better. That was not the response she was looking for. Do either of you have a go-to when your wife says something and you don't know how to respond? I don't know that I do. Uh, it may help you just to... I, it's kind of like you know how sometimes when you text, that I think some phones allow you to have like pre, mm-hmm. pre-messages already. Yeah, 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 yeah. It may help you to have a few of those. Like, have I ever told you how much I love you, honey? That, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Just, oh, you know, that, that kind of stuff that yeah. may elicit a positive emotional response. Now, depending on, you got to know your woman, too. Some of them may not like all that mushy stuff. Yeah, you're right. So, you, you got to know that going in. But you evaluate your woman. You know your woman. Mm-hmm. You know what makes her tick and not, and that's what you respond with. Give, have, give her something that'll boost her. Give her a smile. I have two. Yeah. And they depend on the situation. I have a positive one and a negative one. There you go. If she is telling me something that can be only construed as positive, I go with, I go with sounds good. <laughs> so right there, I might take a bath. Sounds good. Now, if I know it's something negative, I go with, really? So she's, she's ranting about something at work. When she pauses, I'll go, really? You know, or something like, they said that? And, and something that allows her to continue. It allows on. her to continue the story. Yes. All right. That's how I roll. 
Seems pretty simple. It, it, it works. It works for me. But I, see, see, like you just said, it works for you. You know your woman. Yeah, you got to you got to you got to know, you gotta know who you got to know with. who you're dealing with. That's the key to negotiation is knowing who you're talking to. That's right. So, I also am a huge believer that a lot of, that women normally when they if they come to you with a problem, they don't want you to fix the problem. They just want to hear you to hear about the problem. Yes. They're, they're not they're not solution oriented mm. on that one. <laughs> a lot of times. And sometimes the more they talk about said problem, the better they feel. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes the solution presents itself in their talk. All you got to do is sit there and go, "Sounds good." Really? Goes from there. Mulan is going to be released to Disney Plus, but subscribers have to pay thirty dollars to buy it. But they lose it if they don't keep their subscription. So just so we have it clear, if you're not a Disney Plus subscriber, or you even if you are, you have to pay another thirty dollars on top of the your subscription. subscription. And then you can't, if you ever cancel your subscription... It's gone. It's gone, even though you bought it. it seems like a pretty terrible deal. And I'm not all, all that excited about Mulan, so maybe I'm not the best person to ask. Is there, or now, or have there ever been a movie you were so excited to see that you considered taking that deal? <sighs> see, the problem here is this. Like, for Avengers Endgame, right? My daughter and I went to that. And when you... Put all of the money we spend on the tickets plus concessions. It's close to $30. Well, it's probably over $30. Yes. So, yeah, for Endgame, I probably would. The Dark Knight is my favorite movie of all time. I went to see that by myself. I don't remember. I don't even think I bought concessions. So that was only like six bucks going on a matinee. So I wouldn't know. I don't know if I would do that there. So it just depends. For me, it's, it's, is this a movie the family wants to watch? Or is it a movie you want to watch? If it's a movie you want to watch, it's probably not worth it. But for the family, how much does it cost to take a family, a family of four of the movies when movie theaters are open? Yeah. So, yeah, they would be worth the deal. And as far as, like, you can't ever, you know, you lose it, how many times are you really going to rewatch it? Yeah. You know? I mean, there have been some movies, granted it ended up being one of the biggest duds ever, but the Batman Superman mm-hmm. movie, I mean, it, I would have debated going ahead and paying thirty bucks to to go ahead and see that movie. Right. You know, if you're excited about a movie, thirty bucks. I mean, it's no different than buying like a if you're a wrestling or boxing fan or something. Buy UFC, buying a big pay per view. You know, that costs sixty bucks or seventy bucks. I don't even know what a UFC pay per view costs. But oh, they're like sixty seventy. That's, yeah, I mean, I mean the it, same as what WWE pay per views used to cost. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no difference. I mean, you're doing that here, and yeah. except you get to keep it as long as you keep your subscription. I don't think right. that's a ridiculous deal. Right. When you buy a UFC pay-per-view, can you DVR it? I mean, you can DVR other pay-per-views, so I, so guess. I guess so, yeah. Like a wrestling pay-per-view, yeah. you can DVR that. Yeah. Uh, Rob Montgomery, all health economic issues aside, if I could guarantee we have a semi-normal college football season this year, but State goes winless and Ole Miss goes undefeated, is it worth it, or would you just prefer to sit out that miserable season? Again, Brian and I are the wrong people to ask that, yeah. because give me 0-10 in a season. Yeah, because that I means just, I got to have our the season. Jobs. So, yeah. Um, as a fan... That would be the worst thing ever, and I would almost rather say no. It would... Yeah, it'd suck yeah. Uh, as a fan. But as someone that relies upon those games yeah, to be played to I, keep employment, I, I won't give me 0-10. Yeah, yeah. This show would be unbelievable if State went 0-10. It'd be so poisonous. <laughs> be, be be the worst atmosphere ever. It would. I, I don't know. I don't know if it would drive apathy or if it would drive listeners. I don't know which it would do. Monday shows would do well. Yeah. The rest of the week, I don't know. Uh, Alex Hammond. 
do you think even if he doesn't play this year, Kylan has increased his draft stock with his actions on the, with the flag? I could see a team taking a better look at him for perceived leadership to increase national platform on top of his past production. He didn't hurt it. Yeah, uh, I, I think it, if anything, it helped. People are always looking for leaders. You know, so I mean, if you if you feel like, hey, this guy's talented, and we know he's going to be a good leader and a good member of the community, you know, yeah, that it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt him. Uh, let's see here, Chad Mask. When I was a college kid at State, I was bet one night I would not eat a ghost pepper straight off the grill. <laughs> I of course rose to the challenge. From the moment I first bit down on the pepper, it lit me on fire. I could literally feel the pepper as it went through my, from my mouth, down my throat, through my chest, and to the very moment it hit my stomach. I've never worked so hard for ten bucks in my life. Ten bucks! God. My questions are, what are the hottest food you've ever eaten? And what have you agreed to do for such a small payday that, you, that from the very first moment you knew you made a terrible mistake? What's the hottest food you've ever eaten? I mean, this may be a... Uh you don't strike me as a real spicy food. Well, guy. I actually do enjoy spicy food. I mean, I don't want to be just like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. burned. Uh, but the, the hottest thing that comes to mind, mm-hmm. and I, I don't even know what you call it or whatever, but mm-hmm. I ate some kind of something at uh, right there in Flowood. I don't even think it's open now. One of the Japanese steakhouses. Was it Bonsai? Yeah. Uh, it was some kind of dip or something mm-hmm. that I randomly, and the guy told me, like, it's going to be really hot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it's called, so I can't tell you to say for you to say, "Oh, that's not hot, you weakling" or something. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what it was. But for me, mm-hmm. it was I hot. mean, it was almost like I couldn't taste the rest of the meal. Oh, uh, that's no good. Yeah, yeah, no, it that. was. I uh, I remember I was in Cincinnati, and I got, I ordered the hottest wings on the sports bars menus. And when when sport when wings come out and the the sauce is thick. That's a bad sign, right? They just not. And I remember them, and they just they were just they were disgusting. There was like it was all heat. There was no taste to them whatsoever. So that that's for me. For, I mean, I don't know what was in it. I don't really. I mean, and this was back before I, you know, I even knew what like a, a habanero or anything was. Yeah. But it was. I mean, it was like a paste of just chili pepper. Yeah. No good. I, the, I would much rather with like wings or chicken tenders mm-hmm. or whatever dip into the sauce than have the sauce. Already. No, I want I want buffalo wings and I want to dip into ranch. Yeah. That's what I or blue okay. cheese. That's what I want. What have you ever done for a small payday that you knew this was a terrible idea? A small payday that I knew was a I'm terrible trying, idea. I don't, I don't remember. All I mean, that I can remember things. being a kid and uh, what me and one of our friends with a guy, older gentleman in the neighborhood, was like, "Hey, I, I need these leaves raked up and that sort of deal." So we went and did it, and at the end of the day, we each got five bucks, and it was like a three or four hour job. So we basically worked for about a dollar an hour. <laughs> And uh, went and bought a Gatorade after it. So it was about, you know, net gain zero. That's not great, yeah. I don't have a good story for this, but I have a good story of a friend of mine. God rest his soul, he's not no longer with us. And he's not because of this, but uh, he, uh, for 20 bucks, ate the contents of an ashtray. You're right over there? At a, 20, at a, let, let me... At a, at a really bucks, seedy bar, I might add. For 20 bucks, he ate what was in the ashtray. Yeah. He's a bit of a crazy guy. I mean, I don't even know how to respond yeah. to that. It's a true story. Ryan Nelson will back me up on that. The The number would have to have... It would have to have at least five figures for me to even consider it. It'd be 20 bucks just to, like, put a cigarette butt on my tongue. Think about these days, by the way. <laughs> you know, this is how disgusting is that. But, yeah, he ate other people's cigarette butts and ashes. 
for uh, twenty bucks. Let's play this game. Yeah, sure. No. What would? How high would the number have to it'd be? It'd have to be high enough that the people aren't going to have it. Yeah. Nobody's going to have you know fifty grand sitting around. I don't know. I mean, it was a full ashtray. I mean, I don't know. I could choke it down. I need a big glass of water, I guess. Man, I, I can't rough. imagine. Yeah. What goes through your head? And you're like twenty bucks. I'll eat it all. Like I, I just I can't relate. Yeah. To having that little regard for what the contents of that may do to your system. Yeah. Steve Mormon wants to know, what do we think an interview from of Mike Leach by Jack Crystal would go like? What an interview that would be. Well, Coach, another successful day out there on the field. 78 passes today. How do you feel? I don't know if we threw the ball. I can't do bleach, but I don't think we threw it enough. <laughs> Jack, Jack would not know what he was watching. Maybe like, this isn't football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then this was the next one. How would Jack's take play by play of Mississippi State be running an air raid offense? He wouldn't know what to do. No. He'd be like, he, he would. You talk about, we talked about, you know, how MSU fans have watched all these games and we're not, our minds can't make us accept MSU. No one's watched more games than Jack Crystal. He would not know what to do with himself. You know, third and, third and one, and they come out five wide in the shotgun and throw a. He wouldn't know how to accept that. And when that pass dropped incomplete, I would love to hear uncensored Jack Crystal discuss it. Carson Young wants to know, if you could bring back one player from MSU's football past other than Dak, who would you put on this team? Jeff Simmons. You're kidding me, because that's who I thought of, too. I had two guys. Uh, The first one was obvious, Eric Moulds, just to have a number one receiver. Simmons was the guy I thought of, though. Because to me... Wow, I'm surprised you, you went there. To me, the biggest question mark on this team is the defense. Yeah. I thought about like a corner or something, but that's just one corner. Simmons makes Simmons impacts back. everything on that defense. He, he 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 makes that D line better. He makes the linebackers better. He gets pressure to the quarterback because he's eating up double triple teams, so everybody else can get to the quarterback, and it impacts the throw. I, I just I think Simmons is the answer. I, I I'm we're on the same page. All right, who who are these questions? Here? Ford Polk. Wants to know. Let's say the SEC adds teams like Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, maybe a few others. How would you realign the conference this year? Would you change it from east and west to north and south? Would teams add on for the year all play each other? I thought about this. I would do away with divisions and just do one and two in the championship game. That might be the best way to go. North and south would be interesting. You know, let's say that you get Nebraska with those four, right? So you gotta, you're going to have to split some things up. Because you can't put Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, Florida, LSU all in the same. You can't do that. So maybe you, you like maybe it's like I twenty is the is the dividing <laughs> line or something, and everybody below it is you know. But then you might so like you put Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, LSU, Texas A and M as one division. State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Missouri, the Big Ten schools, Kentucky and Tennessee and Vandy. I don't know. You see where I'm going, though. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I'm not quite sure how I would work my way around that. Would you rather walk around naked all the time or have people see all of your thoughts? Uh, Give me nudity. Naked. (laughs) No question. I just wouldn't go anywhere. People seeing my thoughts would be weird. Uh, It'd be, I I mean, just. Sometimes you can't help it. You just see a good looking woman, you're like, oh. Well, there's that. (laughs) But but the Lord, too, gives, uh, you know. 
Oh, we get he, some he, here. Well, yeah, I think he grants you the ability sometimes to have spiritual discipline, to have a filter between your mind and your tongue. Yes. So that the crap that you But now eat, there's no filter. Yeah, now there's no filter. Everybody yeah. can see it. Yeah, just let me be nude. Somebody somebody does something that you just don't like, and all of a sudden they just see the most profane thing happening. You don't want that. Would you rather meet your past relatives or your future relatives? It's mm. an interesting question. I will go past. Mm-hmm. Simply because a lot of those people, I would know who they are. Like, I've heard them spoken of. True. Uh, you know, I, I just think that in some way, I kind of feel like that's where I came from. I kind of know who you are. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of neat to see. But to, I, I don't know. I, it, to meet I'm, my great, my great, 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 great grandson, that would be a little I, weird. I, I would like to. Well, I mean, first off, it just. It'd be weird all. It would, it's weird either way. I would like to, you know. I feel like I'm going to be able to meet my grandchildren. I feel like I'm on a path for that at least. But, you know, to meet your great-great-grandchildren would be interesting, you know? Especially depending, like, when do you meet them? At what point in their life are they? Yeah. Could I meet my great-great-grandson when he's my age? You know? See how much do I still look? Does he still look like me? You know, how how much is the gene pool, especially for me because I don't have sons, you know, how much of have I, do they not look like me anymore? Imagine, like, a red-headed hey dad. I mean, what would that look like? So, <laughs> a ginger hey dad? I don't know. All right, what we got here? Eric Busby. No football questions. I'm sure you're tired of those. Man, we'll take football questions. Don't ever we don't don't ever get tired of answering them. In fact, sometimes we welcome them. Yeah, you're right. What should I know about my team or soccer in general going forward as a newly claimed Wolves fan? You want to jump in on this? No, no. All right. You? First off, you picked a good team. Wolves is a fun team to watch. They they got a lot of exciting players. Um, and they have a good chance here winning Europa League too, which means they could play Champions League football. Oh, next he meant year. actual football, soccer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I don't, I don't need those. Yeah. They're, all, they're all you. So they're a fun team. Uh, the thing to know about the in, in general is you, you you need to be able to keep up a little bit with the other leagues like La Liga and Serie A and and League One and all that. Just because there's going to be players coming in that you need to be familiar with from time to time, uh, and you know, find a couple of good people on uh, on Twitter to follow. I don't I don't know who who covers Wolves. I would subscribe to the Athletic. I do that anyway. But their their Premier Premier, Premier League coverage is really really good. Uh, if there is a March Madness style bracket where only the mascots of each team faced off, which mascot would win? My first thought is either LSU or Auburn, the Tigers. All right, that's what I assume we're talking about here, right? We're not talking about like the fuzzy mascots. We're talking about like get a real live tiger out there. What, what what's what's the question? I'm sorry. If there's a March Madness style bracket where only the mascots of the teams faced off, the who would mask. win? So them isn't Montana the Grizzlies? Are UCLA the Bruins? You know, a bear, yeah. a bear, a tiger. Nobody's the Lions, are they? Well, I guess Southeast Louisiana aren't they the Lions? Would they get in? Is there anything like dragons, or is there any kind of UAB, UAB the, the Blazers? Blazers? Yeah, yeah, Drogon in a uh, fight is pretty good. Yeah, that might That's be the it. answer. I'm trying to think. Is there anything? Is there anybody who's like a god? A god. You know, like, is there a <laughs> dragon's going to be really tough to beat? Just trying to think. Yeah, dragon UAB national. Is, he, is anybody? I mean, I know MLB. There's the Angels. Is there anything like that? The Devils. Duke Blue Devils. Yeah, could a devil beat a dragon? It'd be pretty rough if Duke just won this too. 
Can't do. Can we get away from? Duke? <laughs> I mean, it's I, what kind of supernatural powers does he have? You know, if he can just snap his fingers and the dragon's dead. Yeah. So I, I'm going with the dragon. I'm going with the Blazers. UAB is the national champion. Uh, Brooks White. If they canceled the football season, would they approve a redshirt type situation for seniors like they did for baseball if they collect to come back? How would that affect the 85 limit and the upcoming high school seniors with those athletes' opportunities to get an education paid for? That's th- one of the huge questions. Yeah, but I, I think if you granted all the, the spring athletes another opportunity, I mean, you got to follow suit and do the same for the fall, don't you? Um, and then you run into all kinds of roster issues because you got somewhere in the ballpark of 25 signees coming in. You're, you're, you're bumping you're, up to like 120, basically. I mean, it's almost for, like at that and point... it needs to be for almost, basically for four years. It's almost like at that point you should have junior varsity SEC football and just have like a B team. They used to have that back in the day. I saw State's JV play a JUCO team once uh, in like my freshman year of college. Yeah. So, yeah. The I don't JV know. Egg Bowl. That would be hilarious, by the way. Uh, Ryan Sims, how bad a look for the Big Ten Pac-12 is it going to be if they walk this back and end up playing football this fall? Has most of the damage been done from a player since? That's a good question. I don't – I mean, time you listen to this, you may know, because I think a lot of the voting and stuff is supposed to happen on Tuesday, but I, I don't get the impression, really, that the Big Ten Pac-12 it, it, are going to play. Like, I, I know that – Maybe they just kicked the can down the road another couple of months. I don't know. The vote yesterday that they said was going to be 12-2, to 2, that mm-hmm. doesn't sound like something that's on the verge of turning the other direction. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I've been hearing that it's going to go from cancellation to a, a, a delay. A, a much longer delay. You know, we're talking maybe into December. I don't know. But... Yeah, if they, if they walk, if they if they decide now, if they do come out, and they're like, you know what, we're going to go ahead full speed with what we originally had planned. Then yeah, you look terrible. You look really bad. Uh, let's see here, Brian McDuff. If the Big Ten doesn't play in the SEC ACC, do do you think it's a huge recruiting advantage? While the SEC ACC are game prepping, will Big Tens be in the high schools? We talked about that yesterday. I think if you shut down football, you have to shut down football. I say if you're not playing this this fall, you're not allowed to recruit. That's the only thing that makes sense. Because he's right. If you're telling these coaches that don't have the game plan that they can just spend five days a week or seven days a week, 24 hours a day recruiting, that gives them a huge advantage. So you got to tell them, if you shut down, you're shut down. No coaches in the facility for, you know, it's a dead period for you until you decide to start preparing for the season. It's the only way. Yeah, you're talking about from a recruiting standpoint, right? Yeah. Okay, because well, you said no coaches in the facility and stuff. The reason I say that was, you know, yesterday Dellinger, um, in quote tweeting Nick Saban's comments from yesterday, was saying that if college football shut down, they're still going to allow players to work out and come to the facility and that sort of deal. Well, I think it needs to be like the summer then. Like the coaches yeah. come in there, but they're, they're not recruiting is out. It's just yeah. not. Uh, let's see here. Um, he also asked, "Will TV punish the Big Ten for not playing?" I would imagine that. Yeah. The, if they, they don't, don't play games, TV they contract. don't fulfill their obligations, they don't get that money. So, yeah. Blaine Whitehead wants to know, when's the last time either of us were in a physical altercation? A physical altercation? Probably junior high. Yeah, that's what I'm about to junior say. Junior high, about, I think I was in seventh grade. I can remember yeah. I had a altercation with an individual in the locker room. Yeah. 
Sounds like my life right there. I don't usually have the size advantage on folks. I did him. I, I wasn't as big back then. Oddly enough, the guy I got in a fight with, his initials were JC. Foreshadowing? Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Joel. Yeah. What makes a good Mexican restaurant salsa? A good Mexican restaurant salsa? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like thick salsa. Okay. Not like... You want some chunky, too? Yeah, I, I want a little Tomato, chunky. Tomato, onion. Yeah. 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 So, I'll go that route. Um, I, I want the salsa to have some spice. Mm-hmm. You know, got to have a little kick. Don't want it to burn me so bad that I can't enjoy the rest of the meal, but yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say thick with a little spice. All right. And then I'm good. Okay, then. I uh, like Brian Haydad's salsa, by the way. It's good stuff. Which is, I say always, it's funny because I don't like salsa. Mine's not very chunky, though. I, no, I, but it's I, good. Make it pretty smooth. Um, he wants me I, to build... I like all kinds of salsa, by the way. If it's not, it could still possibly be a good mes- Mexican restaurant. Yeah. He wants me to build the perfect platter of nachos. So here's the thing about nachos and me. I don't really like most of the stuff that's on nachos. I don't like sour cream. I don't like guacamole. I don't like salsa. I don't like lettuce or tomatoes or onions. Things of those nature. So you just like, like football game nachos? It's like the melted cheese and the chips. No, no, no. My perfect plate of nachos is a platter of pork rind nachos from Two Brothers Barbecue. Take off all the vegetables and add bacon. So you got pulled pork, cheese, barbecue sauce, and bacon on top of pork rinds. I have had it with you, and yeah. it is fantastic. Fantastic. And it's carb-free. I guess there might be some carbs in the cheese. I don't know. So that's where I'm going. Uh, J.R. King, if football season happens, will coaches be on the hot seat under normal circ- Would coaches who would be on the hot seat under normal circumstances get a pass this season with everything going on? 100% yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. There is no hot seat in 2020. If Mississippi State had not gotten rid of Joe Moorhead, he would, would not- have been the coach for at least four years because he would not be yeah. getting rid Same of with Matt Luke. Yeah. Same with Will Muschamp at South Carolina. South Carolina, I mean, I honestly think they could go 0-10 and he would still keep his job. Because nobody wants to pay buyouts this year. You know, what is Will Muschamp's buyout? I know it's at least $5, 6000000 million. Nobody wants to pay that. Again, if, you're, if your payment from the SEC network is $60 million, are you really going to give almost 10% of it to one guy to not coach there anymore in this economy? No, you're not. Dalton Lee, if college football is canceled, I'm thinking of following the EPL closely when it starts back up in September. Bias aside, how do I pick a team to follow? Uh that's a good question. Uh, first thing I would do is try to find out if I have some friends who are fans of a team. That's how I picked Chelsea. Uh, Robbie Donahoe was here. He's a friend. I wanted to have somebody to discuss the games with. So I picked Chelsea. Uh, and, you know, I've enjoyed that pick. So I would do that first. Um, there are a million internet articles on, like, I like this, so what Premier League team? There's a good one from The Athletic a few years ago based off your NFL team. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, also, you know, find a player that you like. You know, obviously, being an American, if you if you want to follow Christian Pulisic, Chelsea is there. But there are other Americans in the, in, the, in the Premier League as well. So, you know, just sort of look around. Some people just pick by the kit. You know, what's the uniform look like? You don't want to get stuck with an ugly one. But I, the one thing I would tell you is this. You don't have to pick a top six side, but don't pick one of these teams that's likely to get relegated. Do a little research. You, you know, a team like Everton. They're not ever probably not going to get relegated. They're not going to win a whole lot, but they won't get relegated. You don't want to be looking for their team, their games on the championship the next year. You don't want to be doing that. So, Gil Manclang wants to know what are our thoughts on, on diving in soccer and all other sports. 
So you're a big fan of when they take a dive. Remember a couple years ago was the the Ole Miss guy, like he he looked like he, he looked like uh, Fred Sanford having a heart attack. <laughs> he got he got a little shove and took a bump that would made Shawn Michaels proud. Flopping, huh? Yeah, he flopped. It's not great. I'm no. not a big fan of it. So, who is the greatest athlete of all time from Mississippi? Greatest of all time. Of all time. Um. Well, let's let's get some candidates. Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Marcus Dupree. Um. Favre. Or do you athlete. count that? You were saying just athlete. Yeah. I'm like I can't I can't go there. You know how, how many Olympians have been from Mississippi? I don't know. Who is the 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 woman who's the the hurdler? You know who I'm talking about. What's her name? You don't remember? No, I don't. Uh, let me see here. Now, Brittany Reese is one. I know her. I know that name. She's a uh, like a long jumper or something like that. Um, you know, I'm just going to keep it easy. It's, Jerry Rice may be the answer if we're going. Jerry just Rice is probably the answer. Athletic. You know, I got I got to give him because he has longevity over uh, over Marcus Dupree. We're going Jerry Rice. Good call. Over Walter Payton. And Marcus Dupree. Yeah. Uh, St- our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, wants to know, who was your first celebrity crush? Oh. Character name, Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> um, Tiffany Ember. Is it Thiessen or Thyson? Thiessen. Yeah. I was a big Kelly Kapowski fan back in the day, so I'll go her. Okay. Uh, for me, Alyssa Milano is the answer. <laughs> ah, she was hot. She still is hot. Uh, who would I cheer for in a baseball game between the Dodgers and Ole Miss? It's a tough question. Uh, but in my hatred rankings, the Dodgers are below. So they, I would I would have to root for the Dodgers in this one. I would like for Clayton Kershaw to give up a lot of runs early and then the Dodgers to come back to win, though. That would, make, that would be the best case scenario for me. Better heel, The Rock or Michael Hayes? I'm tempted to go Michael Hayes here. Ooh, no, not for me. I mean, just the man, he was good. Great heel, but heel rock is the greatest heel. The thing is, with, other than Ric Flair, the thing is time. with heel rock, mm-hmm. you almost—I mean—you laughed at him and you kind of liked him, though. Yeah, I, I get that, but nobody could tear a crowd down <laughs> and just make them, you know, look like idiots than the Rock. The best for me. When the Lakers beat the Kings. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that's that's fantastic. You can't, you can't uh, beat that. So much great stuff. The Rock is going to leave Sacramento. <laughs> uh, during our boy band phases, were we a bigger fan <laughs> of the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, or 98 Degrees? 98 Degrees is out. Yes, there's no doubt about that. I will go NSYNC. Yeah, instincts. They're they're they're, uh, they're the alpha dog in this. Yeah, Timberlake's just cool, man. Yeah, he just is. I'd hang out with him. Double uh, A, Andy Atkinson, the enforcer. While listening to Friday's podcast, y'all mentioned the teams from the Western Division that have made the championship <laughs> game in Atlanta. 
Which team besides Texas A&M did you say has not played in the championship game? That team was the Ole Miss Rebels. They have not ever played in the SEC championship game, despite being in the conference for the entirety of the divisional period. They have never once, not one time, has Ole Miss made that game. Let's let's go down it real quick just to make sure. Yeah. So um, Alabama. Yes, they have they, made they it played many times. Um, yeah. Auburn. Many times. Arkansas have played twice. Uh, LSU uh, four or five times. Mississippi State one time, only one time, but one time. Uh, we won't include Texas A&M here because they, they've only been in the conference for right. just a few years. Right. Ole Miss has never made it. Okay. There are only you know of the of the teams that are from the original uh, twelve, only Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Vanderbilt have never made it. But in the West, there's only one. Team. But in the West, there's only one, and that is Ole Miss. So hopefully that is clear. If it's not clear, Andy, feel free to ask again next week. <laughs> Let's see here. Blake Thompson, if you had a time machine, would you rather spend a week in the past or in the future? Where, what, when would you choose? Well, since it seems like the future's going to crap, I'll just take the path. <laughs> I would like to see how we come out of all this, to be totally honest. If we go. <laughs> the other problem is you go, to the, you go to the past, like, what are you doing with your free time there? You know? How, do you get, how are you getting around? You know, how far in the past can you really go? I, I would not want to go to the past. Unless, uh, the only, there's only one thing I would want to ever do in the past, and I think I've said this before. I want to be there, outside the tomb, three days after the crucifixion, I want to see what happens. That's it. Oh, if there was iPhone video footage of that, that changes everything for a lot of people. Buddy, stuff. that would change quite a few things. I, can't, I would love to see how that's called fake news. Uh, if you could witness any historical sporting event, what would it be? Historical sporting event. What mm-hmm. would it be? Uh, first thing that came to mind for me was would be to be in attendance at Fulton County Stadium when <laughs> with Sid when, Bream. Well, no, I mean I watched that on yeah. TV. I was thinking when uh, Hank passed. Ah, when that's Hank a good passed one. That's a good one. Um, I don't know if that's the answer, but that came to mind. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a, yeah. I, I mean, on top of it being a Braves moment, it's a great historical moment. Um. I'm going to try to go like outside the uh, the realm of my fandom a little bit. I, w- I mean, would you like to have been there when the band went on the field for Stanford Cal? Some sort of crazy moment, like the kick six, to have been there live. Can you imagine what that would have been like? That would have been, that would have been really cool. Um, you know, things like that. that, that you know, crazy plays that turned into incredible moments would be, would be my choice. Gosh, man, that... God rest his soul, but that radio call, that kick six, it just will yeah. it, it will just live in my brain forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, I was watching it on TV, so at the moment... You but know, I, I heard it, it after. But later hearing times, it, yeah. it that, that's what comes to mind first when I think of that yeah. play. Auburn's going to win the football game. They're not going to keep them off the field tonight. <laughs> if you could script the first five plays of the Mike Leach era, what would they be? Mesh, smash, <laughs> deep, you know, four verts, dive... Four verts. <laughs> I mean, I'm going, never mind. Five four verts. I'm going. I'm going deep every play. Let's roll. Let, let's just let's let's take my bullet. Um, yeah. Pass 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 pass. There might there be a go. run in there. There might be one run. Right. Best soda ever. It's Coca Cola. Well, I'm Mountain Dew man myself, but 
You're entitled to your own wrong opinion. It can be like that. And last question. Can't wait to hear your answer to this from Alexandra Watson. Is there any better feeling than getting into a bed with fresh, clean sheets and freshly shaved legs? You shave your legs? I have never once shaved never, my legs. Never shaved not, my not legs. one time. So I don't feel like we're the, the right two to answer this question, to be totally honest with you. But I can relate to uh, having a, a shower and then getting into bed. Um, yeah. That, that's, fresh, that's, yeah that's a shower good and fresh, clean, clean sheets. sheets yeah. Great. But freshly shaved legs, that's a... That's a that's a no-go for, for either one of us. So, I have, you know, freshly shaved face. I've done that. But beyond that, I don't have an answer for you. So, All right. Uh, I don't know what tomorrow's show is going to be about just yet. I'll be totally honest with you. We'll see what happens. We'll see where the, the, the tides take us, and then we'll figure it out. So, guys, have a great Thursday, and Joel and I will be back with you on uh, – no, sorry. Have a great Wednesday. Joel and I will be back with you on Thursday. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.